Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is Global Impact Visionary Leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome, everybody. I'm excited to share another week with you here. Again, I'm broadcasting live from Turks and Caicos Islands in the Caribbean. This is my home away from home, or maybe my first home. I often say, you know, as I'm, even just as I'm flying over the island and coming in for landing in the airplane, I can just feel this sense of coming home. And it's a real coming home in my heart. This place, this island, um, the energy of this island is just, it's like a big warm hug for me. And I, I really feel such a connection and such a landing when I, when I come here. So when you, when you look at your life and, and kind of reflect on those places that feel like home for you, there's these symbols in the world. There's these symbols in the way of maybe it's an actual physical home or perhaps it's a, a family or a tribe of people. Perhaps it's a location, a place where you go and you kind of feel like it's a coming home. We have these symbols in life that, that represent a coming home, but ultimately, really, truly, the truth is we're at home wherever we are when we're at home within our own heart. And it's only in our minds that we feel separate or disconnected or not at home. When we use these symbols in our lives to remind us what it feels like to come home, what we're remembering is the feeling of coming home in our heart. And it's okay to have these symbols. It's okay to have these environments or these places in our lives that, that, that symbolize that coming home for us because it's a reminder. It's a pointer. We don't need those things. However, in a world the way it is right now, with all the big shift hitting the fan and everything turning upside down and getting uncovered and turning inside out, it's helpful to have these places where we can come home. And that might be, for some people, it might be a yoga studio. It might be a, a meditation altar you have at home. It might be one room you have in your home, or it might be one symbol. It could be a pillow you have. It could be, you know, a friend that you can call that just helps you land back in your heart. When we are living life by divine, we are in our heart space, allowing the divine to work through us, allowing that beautiful force of energy to channel through us as us, and it animates us. It gives us voice. It gives us the gestures. It gives us the actions. It, it provides everything for us to fulfill the role that we're meant to play in this world. Life by Divine is a beautiful, synergistic, 
co-creation with the divine using our human body, our human nature, our voice, our words, our bodies as a symbol of love. That's what we're all here for, is to be a symbol of love, to be messengers of love. Where we get caught up, where we forget, is when we separate from ourselves, when we separate from the truth of who we are, when we get caught up in the mind and the programming that happens that makes us forget the truth. And that happens very early on. That programming is, is instant. The moment we arrive, a lot of times for uh, many of us in utero, I have memories of being in utero and having that, that feeling of separation and panic and fear come in right away, that programming already instilled within me. And for others, it's when we're born, we kind of are born natural observers. We're programmed to judge. We're, we're born naturally curious. We're programmed to be cautious. We are born adventurous and spontaneous and we're programmed to analyze and figure things out and make sure we're making the right decision. We're afraid to be wrong. We're taught to fight to be right. There's so much programming that happens, especially in the first six years, because in those beautiful six years, our mind is wide open like a sponge. It has no way of filtering what's true or not true or what's what we believe in or what we don't believe in. It's just this big, wide open funnel and sponge and all the downloads and all the software and all of the programming gets just integrate, integrated and placed, downloaded without even our our conscious choice to say no to it. We don't have the capacity to do that until our our brain actually develops until about the age of six. Then we can start to go, no, that, that doesn't work for me, or yeah, that resonates, or that doesn't. So we don't have the capacity prior to that to challenge any of the program. So in those first six years, we really have a huge amount of influence that's there in the background playing and continues to play as we grow up and become adults. The challenge is, as an adult, unwinding all those patterns and unwinding all those beliefs and, and changing and shifting all that's programmed in the mind is, is, is work. It takes work. It doesn't have to be hard, hard work, but it's challenging. It takes time and energy and, and a conscious choice. And we talked about in, in several of the episodes, I've talked about life by default, life by de design, and life by divine. So life di by default is us, you know, asleep at the wheel. And this is where our, our internal programming, all of the programming in our mind, all of the fear-based programming we received growing up is running our lives. And we're very reactive to life. We react to life. We, we get triggered a lot. We, we've we feel a victim of the circumstances. We, we feel out of control, although we're fighting for control. It's a very challenging place to live from, but it's that's where 80% or more of the population is living from right now and kind of just scrambling around in the dark, looking for something, searching for something. They don't even know what they're searching for. There's a yearning for something, but they don't even know what the yearning is. 
there's a, a question of there's got to be more to life than, than what I'm living, but there's not the conscious awareness to actually find the answers or, or navigate their way through that. And that's where they start to wake up and shift into life by design, where we realize we're actually in more, more control than we realize. We have more of a, a role in creating the life that's in front of us than we re realized. And at that point, we start to feel a little bit more empowered and we, we become a little bit more like we can actually create something consciously. This is where the law of attraction comes in a lot of times and people use that in the law, in that life by design a lot, waking up to realize that they're the captain of their own ship and they're actually creating the life that's in front of them. So life isn't happening to them, it's happening for them and with them. You're contributing. You're, there's the cause and effect. There's an effect on, on, on the belief system you have, what you believe you will create, what you believe you conceive. And, and it's a great place to be, law, the life by design. And then it comes a time where there, there's a let go of that and a, a call to surrender even more of your life surrender all of the control so in that life by design we still have an idea of control or a sense of control we have deeper trust but we also have a sense of control like we're, we're actually doing something we're making this happen and that's where the ego comes in and not that the ego is not in life by default it certainly is is that actually plays a really vital role in, in that way of living. And this is what we're seeing in the world right now, is very reactive egos coming out because the ego is very protective in nature. It protects itself. It, its survival depends on the, the host believing in it. It's, it's very fear-driven. It only knows fear. It doesn't know love. It only knows fear, so it only teaches fear. And it teaches fear a lot of times and disguises itself as love. It can disguise itself as spirituality. It can disguise itself as kindness, people-pleasing, all those kinds of things. So the, the, the ego, the way I, I teach is that the ego has many personalities. And I, I call it ego personas. Other teachers call it similar names, ego personalities. Some of them call it ego personas as well. And when we can identify our ego personalities or ego personas, then we can actually start to see how it really is trying to rule the roost, trying to keep control over our lives. When we start to let go of the ego and we start to really trust our heart and trust the divine and trust the universe to lead our lives and to, to move through us, as us, we shift more into that state of oneness. We shift more into that connection, not only to ourselves, not only do we come back home to ourself with a capital S, but we also then can, can connect deeper with other people. So life by divine is, is about connectedness. It's about oneness. 
It's about experiencing our connection to everything, everywhere, all together, all at once. The journey to get there is not, it's not a linear path. It's not like get from point A to point B. It's very different for each person. And how we navigate that path will determine our experience of the classroom that's in front of us. We often teach that life is a classroom. And when we use the classroom for our healing and we use those triggers or those moments of upset for our healing, for us to look inside and go, okay, what, where inside of me is there a discord or where inside of me do I need to heal? When life bumps up into our leftovers, it signals us. So if something's happening outside of us that we have no control over and we fight for control over it, we'll struggle. But if we're willing to take the trigger and look within, then we have, we feel empowered. There's something we can do. So the key is to use life as our classroom, excuse me, and use every moment to look at our leftovers. That will allow us to come back home into our hearts. So when life happens outside of ourselves, we can turn that mirror inward. We can turn that light and spotlight inward. And what we're really doing is removing all blocks <clears throat> to our heart, all blocks to love, all blocks that keep us from being in alignment and living life by divine. So I'm going to invite you to take a moment to reflect on your life and look at the different areas and ask yourself, what area of your life are you living in alignment? What area of your life do you feel at home in your heart? And then taking a look at what areas of your life are you out of alignment? What area of your life uh, do you not feel at home? What area of your life perhaps are you avoiding or distracting yourself from looking at or hiding from or hiding in? Can we take a moment to celebrate those areas that we're living in alignment? We can honor those parts of our lives that we are in alignment and at home. And at the same time, be open to explore those areas of our lives where we need to do the work. And that's where our heart work is. Instead of homework, I talk about heart work. And you don't have to look at all of those areas all at once. In fact, that, that would be the ego's suggestion is like dive in and get it all done and try and look at everything. And then you'll get into overwhelm and then you'll procrastinate and then you'll, you won't look at anything. 
all I'm asking is for you to pick one of those areas. And you can even, I even give you permission to pick the easiest one out of all of them. In fact, most times it's better to go with the one that's not the hardest feeling. Go with another area of life that you feel like, okay, this may be challenging, but I, I feel like I can manage this one or I feel like I'm ready to look at this one. There needs to be a readiness and a willingness. And when your readiness and willingness is greater than your resistance, which is the ego, not wanting you to look at it, not wanting you to heal, not wanting you to change, the ego wants you to stay stuck because it's survival and it and it's it's thriving depends on you believing in the fear and th- and living in the fear. So an area of your life that you feel resistance, but there's a willingness and a readiness to look at it. And then you make a commitment. You can set an intention. You can say a prayer. You can just write a declaration, a heart declaration, if you wish. You can voice it to a friend. You can just say it out loud right now. You can say it in your own mind. You don't need to say it out loud. There's no right or wrong here. But setting an intention will actually activate an energy that will support you in healing. Once uh, someone had emailed me and asked if I was, the words were, are you a prayer? Meaning, do you pray? Are you a prayer? And I read it at first as like, are you a prayer? And I'm like, oh, that's quite nice (laughs) to to think of that. I'm a prayer. It kind of felt good. And it was like expansive and and joyful and light. And I'm like, oh, like, like I am a prayer. And I really, I really had such a positive experience with, with those words. And then it paused me, you know, and then I, I kind of looked at the words again and I'm like, I think they mean, am I a prayer? Meaning, do I pray? But both, both sentences, both questions were actually quite pertinent for me at the time because it, this was before I did my, just as I was doing my ministry training several years back and the, I, I grew up in a, in a religious um, upbringing, although it wasn't strict Catholic. I was I raised Catholic, and I went to a Catholic school and Catholic high school. And so I was around religion, but I never felt religious. I, I, you know, I followed the prayers I did that, but I never felt a real connection. I never felt at home fully. There was aspects that felt resonant. There was aspects of the religion that, that, that I could feel in my heart. There were, there were aspects of it that I felt at home, but it, but it never really fully, I could never really fully embody and say yes to it. And as I grew older, I kind of moved away from kind of going to church. I kind of moved away from religion and every time someone would say the word God, I would have a little cringe or a little irk in my body 
And I started to realize, wow, there's some leftovers there for me. There's something for me to look at. So I started to use that as my classroom for healing and, and recognize that on some level, there's something about my religion that I grew up with that is causing upset. And whether it was fear of judgment or whatever it was, I wasn't clear at the time, but I started to look at it and I started to explore it because I wanted to get to a point where someone could use the word God and I didn't have a reaction that I could respond from a place of either neutrality or love or expansion or something different than the contraction I was feeling. And, and the, the, the hit, like I feel like I just wanted to like duck and hide. So as I had gone through my ministry training, it was a year long course. And, and the course I took was basically it's ministry of pathways of light. Pathways of Light is based on A Course in Miracles. So A Course in Miracles uses the Christian language, and but it's, but it's non-duality. It's not, not non-denominational. It's not one specific religion. It's not teaching one specific religion. It just uses the terminology. So the word, you know, Jesus would come back in and God would come back in, in my training. And I started to really explore what part of my religious upbringing, what part of the programming actually made me cringe and, and feel that contraction. And over the year, I slowly unwound and I slowly kind of peeled away the layers and I started to shift from religion to spirituality. And what I find is, you know, I respect a lot of religions. I actually, I, I appreciate a lot of aspects of different religions. And what I find for me, and I, I feel for, for some people, is it's very restrictive. And it puts you kind of in a box still, although it's, you know, it's meant to be expansive. And it's meant to open our minds to something more than just us here down on this earth earthly plane, I feel that some religions really kind of keep the mind contained and programmed in a way that keeps us in fear. And I think a lot of the religious teachings can get a little bit misinterpreted, let's say it that way. Not all of it, but some of it. So the aspects of religion that no longer resonated with me or didn't it didn't land ever or didn't land at this point were kind of unwound from and and reprogrammed and shifted into more me embracing my spirituality so prayer came back in prayer and intention go hand in hand prayer intention and blessings which i do every day i send a blessing to my heart-led living community we have a community of beautiful people all around the world that are doing deep healing and, and their, their commitment to awaken to their fullest potential is really, really strong. So we join in community twice a week on live calls and every day I do a daily blessing for the community and the words that come through just kind of channel through me. I say, say it out loud or I say it in, in my own heart, depending on what the circumstances are around me. If I'm in public, I'll just say it in my own heart. And it's like a prayer. And I'm, I'm starting to feel like 
more and more connected to my, my source, my God, my connection to the universe. And I'm really finding that for me, it doesn't matter what you call it anymore. Like it doesn't matter if you call it God, call it universe or source or the divine. There's lots of words for it. The, my, my friend Lisa would always say, you can call it popcorn if you want to. It doesn't really matter the word. It's the meaning behind the word, the meaning that you place on the word itself. And for the longest time, I had a real mix-up, a confusion around what is God, because there's what I was taught and what others kind of show me. And then there's what I knew in my heart. And what I've come back to is the knowing in my heart. I've come back to that place of being at home with my connection to my source. And I often talk about, you know, spirit, spirit being our inner spirit, being our guide. That's the voice that we hear in our minds or in our heart. It's that bridge between our physical self and our soul, our spirit and or God. So when we talk about the two teachers, we have two teachers. One is teaching us about love and the other teaches us fear. The ego is the teacher of fear and spirit is the teacher of love. So spirit will meet us where we're at, will meet us where we're in the fear and give us the message, give us the insight, provide the the navigational tools, whatever we need in that moment to shift from fear to love. So when I reflect on where I'm at today in my life, I'm a lot more comfortable with a lot more words. I'm a lot more comfortable with people talking about religion and spirituality Because I'm at home in myself, my connection to my source is more solid. My sense of spirituality is so much more integrated for me and and it's aligned with, with my beliefs and where I'm at in this life and my truth with a capital T. And at the same time, going back to the heart-led living principles, which I've talked about in a previous episode, I'm open to anything and I'm attached to nothing. And those two principles are key for me to keep an open mind and an open heart and not be grasping at anything or pushing away anything. Our openness allows us to try on other perspectives. Our openness allows us to respect other people's lives and choices. So I can see another celebrating their religion and I don't have judgment about that. It's their choice. It's, it's their life. It what's, it's what resonates for them and it works and that's beautiful. So there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. There's no, should or shouldn't. It's what feels like home for you. What resonates deep within your heart and soul? 
at this time. And that can change and evolve. And that's where we can't get attached to these things. Cause anytime we have attachment, the ego comes right in. The ego loves attachment, loves to use attachment. It loves to grasp at things. It loves to hold on to things. It, the ego loves to, to convince us that we're going to lose something. So we hold on, we choke it, but just a letting go and allowing life to flow through us as us around us. And at the same time, really giving others permission to be in the flow of their life. Because we have no idea what they need at the time that they need it. On a human level, we don't know. We can imagine, we can have empathy, we can practice imagining ourselves in their shoes. But really, we, we haven't lived their life. We haven't been through their challenges. We haven't had their experiences to draw upon. We don't have their programming and the filter that's in their mind that they're, they're using to navigate their world and their life. So who are we to judge what another person needs? Who are we to judge what is right or wrong for another? All we can do is go back to what feels like alignment for me, for you. What feels like home for you? what resonates. And again, something that resonates today may not resonate in a year from now, may not resonate even in a day from now. But in this moment, where do you land? Can you land in your heart? Can you feel at home? Going back to that area of your life that you chose earlier, when you look at that area of your life and you look at how you've been reacting to that part of your life, whether it's avoiding or distracting yourself or trying to forget about it, or maybe you're messing it up completely. Maybe you're self-sabotaging. What's one thing that you can do to shift that area of your life to bring it closer to being in alignment. Maybe it's having a conversation with somebody. Maybe it's going for counseling. Maybe it's, you know, doing a healing session. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's just acknowledging that you're avoiding it. Maybe that's all you need. But there's probably one thing right now in your heart, if you're asking your heart, not your head, if you drop your awareness down into the heart space and you ask from there, what's one thing that I can do to support myself in this area of my life. And it doesn't matter if it's something small or if it's something big, like a past trauma. Your attention to it, your awareness, your intention, your prayer to have healing around it, to, to be shown what you need to see, to receive the message and the guidance you need to receive, will open up that beautiful divine channel and the messages can come through for you. The recipe you need to heal any area of life is already programmed in your heart. And the more you come home to your heart, the more you land there, the more you're going to get those nudges, the more you're going to get those whispers, the more you're going to feel and sense the, the guidance and the direction, the more the breadcrumbs are going to drop in front of you one at a time. 
That's how the guidance comes in. That's how spirit works. In the moment, on a need-to-know basis, here's the next step. Here's the next step. Here's the step that's in front of you. Follow this, follow this, follow this. That's that beautiful internal GPS that guides us on our path to healing. We're going to take a short break, and I want you to stay with that area of awareness around that area of life that you would like to heal, that you would like to shift, that you would like to bring into alignment. And when we come back, I'm going to give you some more tools to support you. We'll be right back. Hybrid transformational experience that is infused with high vibrational healing energy and personalized guidance and insight. Receive a one-on-one live private intuitive healing experience with Sue as she follows her guidance and delivers exactly what you need in the moment, leaving a lasting imprint. During this private healing experience, Sue draws on a multitude of gifts, skills, channeled healing, coaching, and mind-body-soul insights, a divinely downloaded transmission specifically for you. Whether you have questions about your health, relationships, career, or wish to receive a message from a loved one who passed, or you need a soul retrieval, or support clearing a block or a blind spot, this one-on-one private intuitive healing experience with Sue will transform you. To learn more and to book a divine appointment with Sue, visit heartledliving.com forward slash intuitive healing. Welcome back. You're listening to Life by Divine, and I'm your host, Sue Dumay. And today I've been talking about coming back home to the heart, coming back home in your heart. And we talked about earlier that sometimes we need these symbols, these environments, these places that, that help us remember. So you can have angel cards, you can have crystals, you can have uh, yoga place where you go to a meditation altar, whatever it is, you might end up coming to Turks and Caicos like I am here. It's it, it, whatever it is for you, whatever the symbol is for you to come back home to your heart. I'm going to invite you to, to follow that and to trust that and, and to know that these nudges to, to move and create these big shifts in life are actually designed to help you align with the path that you're meant to be on right now. And I know for me, it's like coming down here. The first time we came down here was a couple of years ago. I was, I've always wanted to kind of have a place in, in a care in the Caribbean. But when I came here and I, I just, the first time I, I landed, I was just like, wow, I love this place. Like Turks and Caicos has this beautiful energy. It's a very nurturing energy. It's a feminine energy. It's a very inner reflective energy. So it's a great place for healing. And after being here for just a short time, I really felt uh, a, such a strong connection. My whole family did. And we ended up buying some land here. So we're in the process of meeting with the architecture and the, the builder. And we're actually building some villas and a space, a sacred space to bring people down to do some healing work. And not only am I doing my own healing work here, but to navigate and to facilitate other people's healing is, is really what I'm most passionate about. And to be able to take someone through a really intense uh, history and trauma and help them find peace and to overcome that and finally free themselves from that is, is such a, a rewarding work for me. I love doing that work because 
I've done all of it, you know, myself and I've, I've moved through all my, my big traumas and, and my ability to actually walk others through it has been strengthened by my, by my own work. Having an environment like this really helps facilitate that, that release. I've known, I know people that are, that are quitting jobs that they've had for years. I know people that are moving countries. I know people that are moving out of cities into the country. Like they're, they're just making these big life changes. I, there's lots of people leaving relationships that are no longer evolving. The the relationships are kind of dissolving and disintegrating. They're meant to be released. There's a lot of big changes happening a lot of people making big changes and that can be terrifying for some and that can be exciting for others. And, and at the same time, I really feel like it's much bigger than we realize it's yes, everybody's making these big changes in their lives, but there's a lot of people doing these big changes all at the same time. This is part of the shift that's happening on our planet. This is the part of the, the, the shift I talk about in my book stand up, stand out, stand strong, a 30 day guide to navigate life. When the shift hits the fan, the shift that's happening is an it's an energetic overhaul. It's like a, a big cleansing, a big clearing, a big uncovering. And there's a lot of stuff that's coming to the surface that has been hidden for a long time. And it's challenging for people to face, but it's necessary right now for us to face all of these things. So in order to do our own deep healing, we need, sometimes we need to change our environment. Sometimes we need to change our job. Sometimes these things, we, we just all of a sudden change our life completely. I, when I was in um, Machu Picchu, I was in Peru a week or so ago and I walked into this art shop and there was this woman and her husband who both did art And they both had their own unique style. And I was really drawn to one piece from each of them. And the one that was on the wall was a, it was, it was painted on velvet and it was a picture of Machu Picchu. It was a painting of Machu Picchu and an Incan um, flute player. And at the front of, of the picture, like kind of at the crest. And this is where I was just at Machu Picchu prior to that. So I, I, I felt the connection to, to the land and the sacred grounds. And I just, every time I looked at that picture, I cried, I had tears and I couldn't help myself because I could feel the channeled energy that came through him onto that print and through the paintbrush onto the velvet. And then as I looked at the other pictures that his wife did there was so much depth to the pictures there was uh, Pachamama which is mother earth there was a shaman there was different elements of of nature and different animals that represent different different uh, strengths and empowerment and then there was these planets it was and then she gave me the 3d glasses <laughs> and i realized that the depth i was feeling wasn't only the depth i was feeling but i put these 3d glasses on and the the images were all popping out in different ways and i'm i just was in awe because again i could feel that these prints this work was the divine working through them 
this beautiful energy and force coming through them and creating these beautiful symbols of coming home, these beautiful symbols of empowerment, these beautiful symbols of these sacred grounds of Machu Picchu and or the sacred, you know, Pachamama and the shaman, all these symbols that that really represent so much to the people of Peru. And I was deeply touched. My, I was so deeply touched. I had to buy both prints because I just couldn't leave without them. I, I, there was just something I was so compelled, so compelled. There's people I know that are just changing work altogether and like suddenly picking up paintbrushes and painting or suddenly finding their voice and singing songs or making music or writing poetry. There's a lot of creative energy that is coming through a lot of people. And, and those that are allowing and embracing it are actually really feeling at home as they, they're feeling this alignment. They're feeling this flow, this, this channel that's opening. The same thing happens for me when I, when I write a book or when I'm, when I'm doing this radio show too, I'm basically just opening my mouth and allowing the message to come through. Half the time, I didn't even know what I was going to talk about today. I didn't even get a topic. So just opening my mouth and allowing the channel to, to be clear, to allow the message that you need to hear or the listeners need to hear, whether it's live or later, what is the message that everybody needs in this moment? And that's what comes through. Interestingly, when I got back from from Machu Picchu and I landed here in Turks and Caicos the couple mornings right afterwards, I was meditating and all of a sudden I felt this like pull toward my computer and I opened it up and started typing and the whole outline for my next book came out. I didn't know I was writing another book, but apparently that's what's coming through. This is what happens when we actually say yes to allowing the divine to work through us, for, to allow that creative energy to come through us in the way that it's meant to. And it doesn't mean that everybody's going to write a book or write a song or paint a painting. It just means, will you open up the channel and allow whatever it is that's trying to give birth through you a space to move, to expand, to explore, to express itself. And it could be just something as simple as switching jobs, or it could be something as simple as creating a new friendship. It could be something as small as journaling. It could be just poetry for yourself. It could be just drawing for you. It could be coloring, coloring mandalas. Like it, it doesn't really have to be shared out in the world. But what is it that's within you that's wanting to express itself? Will you allow space for that? So let's take a moment. I'm going to invite you to close your eyes. And as an intuitive healer, I work with the energy of whoever's there listening and whoever's meant to be listening at some point. So I'm working with everybody's energy who's currently listening and who will ever listen to this radio show, this episode. And what I'm going to invite is an energy to come up and through you. So as you're breathing, to say yes to the energy. And it's an energy I was introduced 
to in Machu Picchu. So it's a very grounding, powerful, um, strong source of energy. So I'm going to invite that energy to come in and up. So it might come up through your feet, might come up through your tailbone and up through your body. Just say yes to it. See what happens. If you're very energy aware, you may feel it. If you're not, that's okay. The energy is working anyway. It can work in the background without your awareness. I often bypass the mind when I work with people, especially if the ego mind is in the way. We can bypass that and work with the energy. So just saying yes to this energy. And as that energy is rising up and through you, I'm going to invite the beautiful vortex energy of Turks and Caicos, the energy I've been working with here, which is a cleansing, clearing, nurturing, loving, warm embrace. And it's a very purifying at the same time. So as we bring that beautiful energy in, it comes in as a vortex and it's going to come down and around and blend with the other energy that's rising. And then one more source of energy coming straight through the crown and down your spine into your physical body, into your energy body, and it's going to expand outwards and meet those other energies. Just breathe, say yes, be open, be curious. We're just going to invite, if you're willing, if you'd like a healing around your creative juices, your creative flow, we're just going to invite that energy to start to break up and clear. If there's anything you need to know about it, it'll be brought to your heart to be understood. Otherwise, it can easily be released. So let's give it an expression and a release. So some of it might move through the body. It might You might feel emotions rise up. You may feel a physical sensation. You might feel a little mouse, like trying to get out of the body some way, finding the path of least resistance. Or you may feel nothing. doesn't mean that nothing's working. Just say yes and receive. It's going to invite that energy to rise or release down. Sometimes it goes down the tailbone. Sometimes it goes down the feet. And just breathing and allowing... And if there's a understanding that's required to be brought to the heart to be understood, so you can let go of any grasping in the mind, just imagine letting go of the need to know, the need to understand. I don't know and it's okay. If there's anything I need to know, it'll be, be understood in some way, it'll be brought to your awareness. And I'm just opening up the upper chakras. So instead of just the seven, we're going to work with the 12. Opening up those channels for some of you that are ready to say yes, if you're willing to receive that. And some deep breaths. I'm going to ground you in this new energy. And just know that this will continue to work. This is something I do for my community as well. This is like a little mini healing circle I'm doing with you right now. I do this with my, my membership as well, my membership community for Heart Led Living. On a daily basis, I do a blessing and I also do a healing circle. So I work with everybody's energy. And all they need to do is wake up in the morning and say yes to receive. And the healing happens. We do this on the calls, but we also I also do this in the background on a on a daily basis. So just giving you a little healing circle right now. You can always come back and listen to this replay again if you want to experience it again. And then there'll be different layers and different pieces that'll clear for you 
each time you listen and activate this healing. Beautiful. Take another deep breath. And as you exhale, just let that breath fall out of your mouth with a big sigh. Just letting go of anything that's not serving, anything that's no longer to be held in your field or in your body. Just an invitation to release any density. So we're going to raise your vibration a little bit more and expand it a little bit more if you're willing to say yes. If it's too much, just say thank you. I've had enough. That's okay too. And sometimes the vortex energy can cause a little bit of dizziness or lightheadedness. Just ask it to back off a little bit and it will. Beautiful. And as we're clearing some more of this, I'm just going to invite you to be open to a continued cleansing and clearing. So I'm going to set an intention for it to work with you for the next 24 hours. If you've had enough at any time, just say thank you, I've had enough, and it'll clear and it'll stop. Otherwise, it's going to remain active around you for the next 24 hours and continue to work with your energies to clear. And your intention or your prayer, whatever it is you'd like to call it, is, is what you, you choose, you decide, you articulate it. What, it is, what is it right now that you'd like? Would you like to feel at home in your heart? Would you like your creative juices to flow more? Would you like to have that beautiful divine expression come through you and be expressed in whatever way it's meant to? What is your intention? What is your prayer? in this moment. Offer that intention, offer that prayer over to the divine and ask to be shown, ask to be guided. Let the divine lead you, let it lead you through the whispers in your heart, let it lead you through the nudges in your heart, let it lead you through your intuition or your gut instinct. There's these little pieces that will be placed on your path, just follow those little maps follows little breadcrumbs and trust trust that they're leading you to everything that your heart desires and so much more so there's our head desires what we think we want what we think we want for our life what we think we're capable of what we think is possible for us all which is filtered by the programming that we've held for our lives and all of which can be reprogrammed, but takes some time and takes definitely some effort and some, some insight and some tools. But if we actually align with the desires in our heart, we actually can bypass the ego mind. We can bypass the fear-based programming. We can bypass the limitations that our filter will be kind of removed in some way when we go through the heart. So we allow our heart to take the lead we allow our heart to take the driver's seat. We let our mind take the passenger seat the way it's designed to follow, to follow the directions of the heart, to, to navigate the world in the way as it's told from our divine guide, which is in our heart, our inner spirit. So take a deep breath again. And as you exhale, just setting an intention to say yes, to say yes to your heart's desires, to say yes to the path you're meant to be on, to say yes to what life has in store for you, to say yes to the miracles that come from living in alignment, 
to say yes to coming home to that sense of self coming home into your heart and knowing that this is where we're meant to live from. We're not meant to live in our head. We're not meant to be up there trying to figure things out and analyzing everything. There's a beautiful peace that comes when we are in our heart space and we let our heart lead the way in every decision, in every area of life. Remember when you put, pick that one area of life that you need some support and some, some focus on, some attention toward, start with that one area of life. When that feels like it's come into alignment, then pick another area. When that's come into alignment, pick another area. And I give you full permission to leave the hardest part of your life till last. However, be open. You might be guided to look at it first. You might be guided to look at it sooner than you realize. And or you might be guided to actually ask for some support and reach out and find a space or a place or a person that can actually hold your hand and walk you through it. We can't always see our blind spots. We can't always see the picture when we're in the frame. So it's important to be open to guidance as to who you're meant to work with and who's meant to support you. And if you're interested, of course, you know, you're welcome to look at coming into our Heart-Led Living community. It's generally by invite only. So I'm inviting you to come and take a look at it. And you can find it at heartledliving.com. That's heartledliving.com. And just click on become a member and you can join our Heart Yes movement. You can see what membership level resonates with you. It's very affordable to have the live access to me, the live coaching from me, as well as my other coaches. So take another deep breath, drop into your heart space and just feel the energy that's there right now. And just know that the universe has your back spirit has your back and all you need to do is reach out your hand and say yes to support say yes to the guidance say yes to the insight say yes to illuminate my path show me my path clearly as clearly as can be send me the messages as clearly as i can receive them and then as you go through your week and you join again next week in between these radio shows i want to encourage you to follow the nudges in your heart, to trust your intuition, to lead with your heart as much as you can. And just be curious, be wide open to anything, be attached to nothing and expect miracles. There's a beautiful path waiting for you to say yes. There's an abundance of miracles that can occur when we do that. And my prayer for you is that you find that peace within and that you find that way home into your heart and you feel that connection to your higher self, to your higher source, to the love that is you, that you come from, that is your essence, that is the core of your being. My prayer is for you to find that, to embody that, and to align with that fully. I love you. I appreciate you. I see you. 
And I thank you for coming and joining and spending this time with me. And I look forward to speaking with you next week again. Until next week, namaste. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heart, L-E-D, living.com. 